in the ancient Latin, aspirare, I think that's how you say it. That comes from ad, A-D, which means to, and spirare, which means breathe. So aspirare means to breathe. The root of the English word aspire is to breathe. And we've come to associate aspiring for something with ambition, dreaming, hoping, you know, that it's all going to happen. And so this concept kind of goes to those with their head in the clouds sometimes, right? And in fact, like we even, like if you're looking at more older literature, you might hear uh, or read that if the writer is referring to the lofty heights of building and the top of the, of a building, they're aspiring into the sky. And of course, there's the spire on uh, the great cathedrals and so on. So how did it come to be that a word with roots in breathing, which is the very act we need for life, ends up coming to mean kind of just airy, lofty dreams that you can take or leave? And then from a root tied to actually staying alive, We've derived this hopeful sensibility to achieve something you desire. And the word entrepreneur comes from the French, entreprendre, which means to undertake. And that has its roots in the Latin, prendere. Do you like my Latin accent? Prendere, which means to take. Okay, so an aspiring entrepreneur is a breathing taker to breathe, to undertake, or the breather who seeks to undertake. What does that all mean? Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast. If you are thinking that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 75. What is an aspiring entrepreneur? Okay, yeah, I admit it. I I love knowing the root of words. I'm really fascinated with how certain words kind of bubble up into the English or any other language and evolve from something else completely different sometimes or completely naturally. I remember this time a friend of mine said, uh, you know, he studied Latin because that would mean he'd never need to use a dictionary. And I'd never thought about it that way, that if you if you actually learn Latin, you can just look at words and know what they mean if you know the Latin roots. I've always thought that was cool. Um, but anyway, that's... Uh, no, I was looking at, at what well, the Latin words. Actually, it was. I was trying to get to the root of why things are called what they are and why we use the term aspiring entrepreneur. I use it all the time because ready entrepreneur is aimed at people who are trying to get a business started like you are, right? So I have always used that term. And one day I got to thinking, what does that really mean to be an aspiring entrepreneur? Um, you know, I, I want to know why things are called what they're called but also what concept is driving why something is called what it's called. So is it that, is it as a disparaging term? Like, are we saying aspiring entrepreneur? Cause that's the person who's always kind of just hopefully dreaming and has their heads in the cloud or whatever, what one head in the cloud. Um, those people that have their heads in the in the cloud and maybe no intent to get something done. Is that why we're using the term aspiring? Um, is aspiring like maybe not enough? Like maybe there should be other words? Because entrepreneur, when we say that word, it's come to mean ambition and drive and perseverance and of course success. And it's 
like a transition word because so many people end up being business owners and moving on to, you know, run big corporations as CEOs and something, but they started as that ambitious entrepreneur working in their garage. So it's not enough just to aspire. You've got to have the other piece to be an aspiring entrepreneur. So then I considered that the aspiring entrepreneur, the entrepreneur part, the undertaking part is really what we're trying to get to. It means the person who is most likely to transform the dreams and the hopes into actual action. Now we're talking about you, right? The entrepreneur part of an aspiring entrepreneur undertakes to get things done. So the aspiration part is having that vision, knowing you can make it happen, dreaming maybe, but dreaming towards a particular goal. The dreaming, that breathing part of the definition is everything that you see that you are capable of doing that could actually be a business that you can bring forward because you've got the idea and you can make it happen. So maybe that part is what we're talking about with the aspiration. An aspiring entrepreneur is the entrepreneur who's not yet found the path, the final exact path that will work, but will keep going until one is identified because the entrepreneur part really wants to undertake to do something. In the book, Wild Company, which is uh, Mel and Patricia Ziegler's just awesome book about building Banana Republic, the Banana Republic stores. In the beginning, they were talking about how they just knew they wanted to have a business. So they were working as a writer and an artist at, at the city newspaper and decided to walk away and start their own business. But it wasn't like they had an exact plan of exactly what business they were going to do at that point. They were still looking for the one that would be their business. If you look at the stories of the great uh, early 20th century titans like Rockefeller, Rockefeller capitalized on the opportunities that he saw growing in front of him in oil. So he was, um, let's say, a regular guy, so to speak. He had to pound the pavement to get his job. But he then saw what people were investing in and where the industries were growing, and especially in oil refining. So that's what he started to focus on. That's where he put his capabilities. You know, now we're in the 21st century. There's guys like Jeff Bezos who built Amazon using technology and the reach of the internet. So that is taking a look at not something that's actually growing in front of you, but a, an infrastructure change that makes it possible for you to grow something else on top of it. So it's a little different when you think about that. It was, well, it's like looking at a road and saying, okay, I'm going to build a car. You know, it's it's like, you don't know yet in the beginning what, what the possibilities are, but then you, but you do see what the technology is and you know what the technology can do and then you go from there. So what about you? Where, where do you stand in, in this particular definition? Are you aspiring? So or you, are you driven by visible opportunities? Are you ready to create something new? So I would say decide by taking a look first at where you've been. What made you decide to be an entrepreneur in the first place? What was the driving force that, that was there? Was it, um, you know, an idea that popped into your head or a lifestyle that you wanted? Did you think of a product or a service that you thought you could deliver better and therefore provide value to those who are not getting it right now? 
Maybe you just wanted an independent professional life. You wanted your skills to be recognized as uh, valuable. And the best place to do that is in the marketplace instead of in, say, corporate life where somebody else is dictating what your worth is, right? So if that's the case, then you're already the entrepreneur part of the aspiring entrepreneur. You may still be aspiring in that you're still dreaming and working things out, but you've got the entrepreneur side. Now, there's other people for sure that look at entrepreneurship as a just a way to make money. Like that could be the only thing driving them. So it's all about getting the house and the car and the cash and having that sort of luxury life that you see playing out on TV. But some of those people don't have any purpose attached to that vision. They just have that vision. And then that might explain why they're stuck because they're always aspiring just to that vision, what the money life looks like. It's much easier, in my opinion, to pursue your dream and work on it every day when you actually believe it, when you actually believe and care in the results that you're, you want to deliver and the outcome of what you want to do. When you create a product or a service that you want to deliver to the global marketplace and you actually care about it, you care about why you've created it, then you've got a much better chance of turning it into a real business because you are going to put your passion into it and you're going to work at it and and you're going to use the fact that you care as the fuel. Because I think that you're looking at the situation and you're saying, hey, there is a gap that needs to be filled here. There's something that needs to be done because X product's not working or Y service is not working or what's, you know, what's in the marketplace right now is no good and I can do so much better. So you can actually see that. And that's, that's got to drive you, right? That's what's driven so many entrepreneurs before you. It's not just money. It's that actual opportunity to fill a gap and make a difference. It's a lot harder to commit to a plan where you don't really see where it's going. You know, it's just going nowhere. So when you get beyond just aspiring You're making a commitment to an actual idea that you can move forward into a business. And you think, okay, I don't have an idea, but you you know you want to do that, right? You know that's what you want. You know that's what you're looking for. So let's go through a couple of steps then that make sure that you transition out of aspiring mode and move on to the next level. So take the time to research and figure out what you want to do. The first step is to look at your interests and skills, because again, if you really enjoy something already and you can think of a way to turn that into the business, that would be awesome. So find your niche within the interests and the skills and the experience and the education, whatever is the spark, whatever is the the cool thing that you really enjoy. Find your idea, your business idea in there and the community that's interested now, it's not always obvious what who or what the community is, so keep your eyes open. Whatever reason drove you to believe that there's a gap in the marketplace that you can fill, take a step back and see where the community is that believes the same thing. Determine where you can add value. What is that product or service that people want or need? Where do you fit in in the story? Where can you actually put in your efforts that make a difference? And then take all that research and put it into action. You go forward and actually make that business happen. Reverse engineer some of the things you've seen go before you. Take a look at what similar products and services are doing or direct competitors if you believe there's such a thing. But I always say there's no competition online. And I say there's no competition because your approach 
to this particular product or service is going to determine what the business is and your approach could be you know, completely different from somebody else's. And that's what ends the competition. And that is what is also absolutely critical in this day and age, because so many people are online, billions, and they are looking for their own thing in whatever is already out there. That's that's why people are searching. That's why people are surfing online because they're looking for things. So if you get in there and deliver, you've got an audience. The forever aspiring part of entrepreneurship means never doing. But if you want to see the results of your dream, not just having the dream, then you have to take action and you give yourself a chance by taking that next step. Today, right now, you are living the opportunity to have the life you truly want. A life on your terms where you add value that you believe in and that makes you feel like you're really contributing to build the world you want to see. Becoming an entrepreneur, being your own boss, and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and to deliver to yourself your own life dream. But you have to get started. So in this Ready Entrepreneur podcast episode 75, what is an aspiring entrepreneur? The definition comes out that the aspiring entrepreneur is the person who focuses on the hope and dream of entrepreneurship. You start aspiring, but transition to actual action to be considered an entrepreneur. To transition to action, research your idea. Determine who wants or needs the product or service you would like to offer. Talk to the community, look at the marketplace, and see what, where the gaps are that you can fill. Talk to people who have done it before. Talk to the successful people. And if you can't find them, read their stories, look at their online feeds, their social media feeds, their videos, their books, and you'll find the information. Identify the value you add. What's your niche within the niche? What's the part of the story that's missing that you provide and that other people are looking for? and put your research into action. Beyond all the dreaming and the hoping is the action. That's what creates the business. So you take your vision past aspiration and onto implementation. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, so I can see your feedback. If you know someone who might benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share the podcast with a friend and come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website for blogs and PDFs and more information. Sign up for the mailing list so I can keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies and other cool stuff. ReadyEntrepreneur.com. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can drop me a line, contact case at ReadyEntrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.